the Cool Beans Podcast with the coolest host around. Welcome to the Cool Beans Podcast. Don't know what number it is because I'm not releasing them in the order we recorded them. Do, 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 do. I'm your host, Tyler Manili, with my co host, guest host, Asa. And we have a special guest. Would you like to Whom introduce Whom I would them, like to introduce, yes. All right, and today's topic is something very close to the heart for two of the guests here, and maybe later, the uh, main host, and that would be James, someone with an interest <laughs> in the Snyder Cut, yes. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Oh, oh, don't worry. You feel free to talk. I know it seems uh, awkward to talk to nobody at first. But you're talking to us, and uh, I'm talking to you guys. How, how, are, how are you guys doing today? I haven't heard from you since earlier. How are you? Yeah, that is true. I'm doing well. How about you? I heard Michael in the background. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Michael. It's Tuesday. We're about to smoke. Oh yeah, but that's uh, right. we're we're I'm doing fine. You know, I just uh, I've been I've been thinking about this topic all day. I've been, oh, uh, as, as I was I, telling Tyler, I'm glad you've been thinking about it all day because that's why we thought of you first. Bad. Yeah, I was That's trying to talk to Tyler about this same thing a few days ago. And he's like, no, 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 wait, wait, I'm excited. We should talk about it whenever it comes up in the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's the best place to do it, honestly. Why not? I mean, we, we want yeah. our voices to be heard by the public. Hey, exactly. Yeah. Oh, one more thing, though. I, uh, how much of the Arrowverse did you watch, Tyler? Uh, I have watched on and off throughout the uh, whole thing. I, I, I know what happens in the latest season, but I'm de- not in-depth with it as I am in the first four seasons of Arrow and the first three seasons of Flash. Uh, I think that should be good enough, hopefully. And I know James watches it. It'll give us something to talk about, at least. Oh, no, don't worry. What we'll talk fan. about. I'm interested to see how the Ezra Miller uh, cameo appearance plays into the, into the DCEU. I think it actually has a huge, huge part. Because, to play. like, it gave him the name Flash. Because if you notice, in in Justice League, he was never called Flash. He, yeah, exactly. He was never called the Flash. He didn't even know what the hell to call himself. Oh, Asa dropped from the call. He had no name. All right, I guess we'll just talk till Asa gets back on. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Yeah. So we but, we can talk about the Arrowverse, I guess. The the Arrowverse, I believe, is is uh, something on its own, but it connects in a way that. I think it's very important to the subject. I think it connects in a way that Marvel could never connect their TV shows to their universe. I believe, I believe so as well. I, um, not necessarily because I don't think Marvel has it in them. Is it because they they want properties? They want things to budget in a certain way. Yes, and D- they want all DC seem, seem coherent. With DC, it can be a little less coherent because of the way the DC universe is set up. Or comic books in general. Sometimes those things don't always line up. I don't really think that whenever it comes down to something like this, it has to be as uniform as like the Marvel Universe does it. That's just one way of doing things. And a lot of people kind of get stuck in this idea that it has to be done that way. And I really don't think so. That's just my thoughts. I definitely agree with that, Asa. Uh, People are too uniform on what they think than what well, it could be. Well, with this, uh, I remember one of the main things that people didn't like about Batman versus Superman and Justice League was that they, that DC decided not to release each individual movie before they did a team-up. And I actually don't yeah, have exactly. a problem with that. I don't think it has to be done like that because if they did something like that, then they would be copying DC's form... I mean, excuse me, Marvel's formula, and then... Everybody would kind of call him a copycat, so they kind of had to do things their own way. I'm not even against that, because if you remember the first episode of the Justice League show, did something very similar to where they just threw most of these characters at us, and then we learned about them throughout the show. And the then... show, exactly. So it doesn't have to be done like that. Well, I would think if you really want to set it back, I think, honestly, you should go back to the beginning and really look at Man of Steel. Man of Steel was, you know, the, the footwork, it was the groundwork, it was um, the master plan, it was basically how to start off the universe. And, and I personally enjoyed Man of Steel, I thought it was really good. Did you really? Yeah, I, I didn't really, know that. I really enjoyed Man of Steel. 
I mean, like, I, I love it. it uh, it's not, and there's, there's something to take away from that film. It wasn't necessarily, uh, it wasn't supposed to be Superman, Superman. You know what I'm saying? It was literally Clark Kent, Kal-El's first day as Superman. That's exactly how that was. That's the entire movie, in my opinion. Yeah, because he, did, he didn't establish himself as Superman until the very end of the movie. I don't even exactly. think that he's Superman until the end of Batman versus Superman. Exactly. Or, uh, or the, whenever he comes into Justice League, that's whenever he becomes like the Superman that we know and actually love. That's just my opinion, though. I could agree with but, that. I, I could agree that the Justice League Superman was the Superman that we know. Because he came in kind of with a smile. <laughs> yeah, like because that. like, that's the thing about Superman is he's always smiling, just like All Might. No. Man of Steel was was to serve as an as an origin story, but like not as a, as a, this is who he is and this is who he's gonna be continuously throughout time. It was this is how he was raised. This is what the things that were in his head, and it connect. It it's supposed to connect something higher throughout the entire series. It was like like everybody else. Whenever you're young, you hear you know be a better person, you know, and good things will come. But as you grow up, not you realize a lot of people don't have that same mentality. A Superman had to go through that shit as a child. You know, everybody was saying, you know, you're gotta be kind, be awesome, be kind, and you know, good things will come in time. But whenever he started getting bullied, he was like, you know, I can, I can hurt them. I can do all these things. They don't have to do that to me. And everybody's like, no, don't do anything. That's what parents do. They don't want you to be angry. They don't want you to be a certain way they want you to be a child they want you to experience the world in your own way and that's what that film was yeah Clark Kent being uh, human on reflection i like my least favorite part of that movie was when pa Kent let himself die and i was like why would he do that and then upon reflection i was like oh wait a minute he didn't want to reveal to the world that his son had these powers just yet his father gave him a limitation it was his dad who told him, you know, limit yourself. Don't put yourself out there. And he was like, because people won't understand you. People will not understand you right Which now. Is and what Zack Snyder it, tried to pay off in uh, <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Exactly. It's exactly what Snyder pulled off in Batman versus Superman because whenever things happened, they didn't understand him. And like, um, what was it? You know, I want to get into the fact that. Um, Man of Steel made over six hundred million dollars worldwide. Yes. Did it really? It uh, what was its budget? And, and th- its budget. Let me look that up real quick. I, I think I think it made I think it made its money back, but yet it was still considered. Wait, no, Batman versus Superman <laughs> made its money back, but yet it was still considered a failure by Warner Brothers because of exactly. the mixed reviews. Which I feel like they were doing too much. They were. They, were they doing made three hundred million dollars back. Yeah, it's crazy. And they still I don't really see how that makes sense because technically there are plenty of movies who they get really bad reviews and they're still a, considered a well, success it based on how much bad reviews. Yeah, I can hear you. I could see that. Uh, I think in time it's going to get a lot better reviews than it has initially gotten. That's just me personally because I really love that movie. Its budget was uh, two hundred twenty-five million. Oh really? So Man it made Steel, it back. Correct. So it made it back four times over. Wasn't Batman versus Superman's like four hundred million? Uh, I think it was like four hundred million. Because I remember that one of those coming out was one of the most expensive movies that was being made at the time. Oh, I don't remember. So we didn't really get down to why we're doing this podcast. The reason for oh, this yeah. is because the Snyder cut of the Justice League movie was just announced to be coming out next year for HBO Max. Was it? Yes. So that's so we were inspired to do this podcast to explain what the Snyder Cut exactly is to the general public, or what it's supposed to be, and our speculation and stuff that we've heard, and gathering a lot of notes and putting them together in a cohesive way. So yeah, that's basically what we're trying to do: just put all this stuff that myself and James have put together, or from what we've read, and put into a cohesive. Uh, idea of what it's supposed to be. I heard, here's one of my favorite things that I've heard, is that Martian Manhunter is supposed to have a cameo. Oh, I would love that. You know Martian Manhunter is one of my favorite DC characters. He's not supposed to have a cameo. He is supposed to be a big part. That'd be interesting. So let's get down to the bread and butter. What 
exactly is the Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie? Okay, you, you know asking? what? We saw the Justice League in theaters. <laughs> yes. Not that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not that film. That is maybe what you saw in the trailers and then less of what you saw in the trailers. Like, some of what you saw of that definitely will be in the Zack Snyder cut, but I think the way Steppenwolf looks hopefully will be changed. But Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. See. Have you seen the concept art? I've seen what he looked like in Batman vs. Superman. I always, I was hoping that That's exactly that. how he looks in, in, the, uh, in, in, in Justice League. That's how he's supposed to look. But think about this, though. The way I'm, um, the way I read it, that's not that. Steppenwolf wasn't even the main villain for uh, fucking Justice. He wasn't even the main villain. It was Steppenwolf was supposed to be the main villain for Suicide Squad, and things were changed, and that's that's why there's so much um, different. You know, there's there's so Justice League changed so much in the DC Extended Universe that we have no clue because it was all planned out. You know, um, there's interviews from Kevin Smith that um, he was talking about the Snyder Cut. Like, he was, this was like, what, two years ago? And he was talking about how, uh, uh, about the name drop, you know, uh, he saw Jim Lee post up tons of storyboards on walls of where they're going with this Justice League story. And so this wasn't, what, this wasn't something that they just, you know, put together, you know, just how Zack Snyder does it. He, they didn't just put it together. It was a story across DC that they put together. It was all across. It even had Jim Lee in it. Jim Lee being um, one of the um, head writers. One Jim of the Lee head was executives. a head writer for it? One of the head writers at DC. Oh, yeah, I know that. I meant like for Justice League and what it was. He helped out with the story. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Who is Jim Lee for the people that wouldn't know who Jim Lee? Jim Lee is, is one of the. Hold on, do you want to take it or should I? You know, you take go it. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, the, uh, Jim Lee is a. Uh, he right now, I believe, he is editor in chief to um, DC Comics. Um, before he was, uh, right now, uh, everybody would know him, uh, especially comic book readers would know him as like the the artist. He is this phenomenal artist. He worked on uh, several, several. Like he had a run with Batman for a while. Um, him, Jeff Johns, and Jim Lee, like they knocked Batman out of a park. Let's see. He Jim also Lee did is, Justice League. He did. He did Justice League. He did the Justice did League storyline. Did, did he do the original animated Justice League storylines as well? No, that, I don't remember who did that. But um, in the let's say New Fifty Two Justice League stories. For, oh, okay. DC, those. Okay, I've read a couple. He wrote. He wrote or not wrote. He helped like pin like all of that. Okay. And then, then you get into, like, Jason Fabick, and then you get into Ivan um, Rice, I think his name is, or Reese. But uh, you get I, into, I just say Rice. Rice. Well, you get into um, other artists like that in the Justice League storyline, but the main, the main dude was definitely Jim Lee. But Jim Lee helped out with the storyboards for um, the Justice League story going on board going on. But this film, this, the, the, the arc that Zack Snyder had going on, it was five films long. So you want to break down All, those five films? Uh, of what, what I know of, of them, yeah, because uh, I'm not the most learned person of all five of the films, since none of them, we only got three. Well, yeah, we, we, only got, got, we got Man of Steel, only... uh, John, John of Justice, versus... and uh, the Justice League movie. I think right now, we'll get into that later. Let's focus on the Snyder Cut for now, and then we'll talk about how those ideas would uh, translate down in the future. That sounds good to me. Okay. Okay, so uh, what's the main question here about the Snyder Cut? The Snyder, so the well, main question well, about the Snyder Cut is how is it different from what we saw originally? And who, okay, why, so, why is it different? Let's see. Junkie XL was supposed to be the original uh, composer for the movie, except they changed it, it to Danny Elfman, which is Danny fine. Danny Elfman? No. It was not. I'm no, I'm saying, you I know, that's fine, but I would have much preferred Junkie XLs because one thing that I really liked about Batman vs. Superman was the soundtrack. The and one of the things that, yes, and one of the things that Junkie XL does very well is he's the one who focused on the drums. You know, the heavy drums in, the, in that soundtrack? Yeah, that, that was his idea. 
Something like that. Yeah. And then their war is here. You can hear it. Yeah, those are one of the best parts of the of those songs. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. And uh, what else? Uh, Okay. So from let's break down some of the knowledge I know. So from the beginning, there was an app called Vero that um, um, Zack Snyder posts on a lot. And he went down, went down a bunch of storyboards. He went down a bunch of pictures for this, uh, this film, that, a mythical film called The Snyder Cut. <clears throat> and in that, he was talking about how long the, the first like, cut of Justice League was, how he filmed it, how he had it, and nothing was cut out. And it was closer to, I want to say, four, four and a half hours long. And this is the rough, roughest cut he can get it down to. And, like, you know, where everything's still included, you know, even, I believe, um, some even mess-ups. But he cut it down to, I want to say, 2.14. I I think that's the official runtime. I wouldn't say 100% quote me on that, but I still know it was going to be, like, a a three-and-a-half-hour long film. Damn. Yes. And... And so think about this. The 2017 Justice League movie was two hours long, including credit. Two hours, two minutes, including credit. And, and, it ha- and it, I know there was one scene that was added by, uh, what's the guy, Joss Whedon, was that stupid barnhouse scene with the family. That was added <laughs> by Joss Whedon. I don't, don't, I know why that was, you, don't know why that was in there. I can't tell you why, why they decided to go with the directions that they did for this film, but I tell you this literally the goofiest stupidest thing yeah, but yeah that's what josh whedon does he's very he's into very goofy when things should be taken seriously sometimes he goes really goofy snyder cut right we're uh, we're, we're talking about how um how long the film was yes and we're talking about how it's uh, the movie was three and a half hours long compared to the two-hour film that was released in 2017 we're we're discussing the fact of. Uh... Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can hear you. Which is okay, a shame. Cool. Let's just say because Avengers was like two hours and thirty minutes long. Like, I don't think a well, movie a team up like that even, should be shorter than that. Let's not even let's not even go there. Let's go to the fact that again, Zack Snyder said we've only seen twenty percent of his film. Yeah, let's think right. about that for so a second. what I heard was the whole opening scene was Josh Whedon's idea too. The whole Batman hunting down the, uh, that's, the space alien or whatever. Parademon, yeah. Parademon, that's it. That's Parademon. that's what I that's what I heard as well. That that was all that was, uh... that was all Josh Whedon's idea, <clears throat> and that seemed like a direct pull from the Justice League uh, Doom uh, comic movie. No, oh, that was from War actually. Oh, from well, War. the idea was from War. Yeah, like where. Uh... Batman's hunting down a parademon. Yeah, that that is from war, but everything else was kind of. Uh, yeah. Little... With that, Robert was looking <clears throat> for that. That was a little iffy. So there's uh, there's that. There is. Well, I I honestly think that most of it was uh was what we saw in the trailer. That's about it. That's all it I think what, it was. What, what, all that wasn't changed was what we saw in the trailer. <clears throat> Yes, all, so, all anything that wasn't changed was on the trailer. So like, like they put the, uh, they... the Alfred scene that wasn't in the movie where he says uh, he was expecting you. Was that supposed to be Superman or something else? <clears throat> I think. Well, there was an interview that I remember seeing with Kevin Smith. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, this was this was an interview that Kevin Smith has. It's uh, it's uh, called uh, Batman Beyond. And he was going on there talking about how he met people who worked on both the, both sides of the Justice League, being whenever Snyder was directing and whenever Whedon was directing. And one dude, um, this is quoting from Smith himself, he said, one dude claimed that whenever they had filmed that scene, which it's, it's not in the film, it's in the deleted scene, you'd have to go into the extras to find that shit, but whenever they did that scene, that they had uh, green strobing lights going off, and Kevin Smith, you know, playing none the wiser. Well, why'd you, why, why was that? And he was like, because it was Green Lantern. Ah, that it wasn't Superman. Cool. Yes, yeah, so I would have loved to have seen that. So who, who would Go have played uh, Green Lantern in this movie? 
he is an unknown, just like uh, the guy who played uh, Cyborg, Ray Fisher. He was just another unknown, somebody that um, Snyder thought would could or would be able to pull it off really well. I don't yeah. actually know his name. I'm pretty sure we could look that up, and I'm pretty sure whenever all the credits come out, <clears throat> which we'll uh, find out. Which right now, um, Justice League Snyder Cut, uh, I believe as of this morning, got their own IMDb page. And I sent it to Asa this morning, and it's showing that um, uh, like the executive producer was like Ben Affleck. They're showing that the music production was all done by Junkie XL. It's showing Amazing. that all this... Yes, I know. That's what I said. It's like, this is fucking great. Yeah, S- Snyder, Zack Snyder's Justice League 2021. IMDb page. Uh, one thing that we didn't get to see in the original, or let's just say the theatrical cut of Justice League, we didn't get to see Iris West or more of the Flash. They didn't really expand on the Flash like he was supposed to be expanded on in Zack Snyder's original cut. And Casey I remember who's Silas Stones. Silas Stone. Silas Stone. That's uh, that's Cyborg's father. Oh, okay, okay. The okay. head scientist. He's a head scientist at Star Labs. Okay. Uh, he he um, in his backstory in the comic books, he ends up uh, in an experiment around his son, and his son ends up in that you know explosion that happens yeah, afterwards, yeah. or depends on what, um, what side of the story or who's telling the story, and that's how. You know, it seems like that's the, the way they're going with this one. Oh yes, definitely. That is exactly where they're going with this film. <laughs> yeah, the, the credits list is only 16 people right now, so I'm assuming more is going to come out as the movie actually releases. I think well, that's because that's going to have some spoilers too. Probably. Oh, oh, major spoilers! Like I'm going to give some major spoilers right, away. You so... want to get you want to get into that? See what like we'll, put, yeah. we'll put a spoiler <laughs> tag right here. Spoilers ahead for a maybe movie. So, um, Cyborg was supposed to be the, the heart of this film, apparently. This is coming from all the sources that I have myself, even from Ray Fisher. They're saying that uh, he was supposed to be the big, um, uh, let's say, uh, like he was supposed to be the star of this film because how he was made was by a mother box. And the mother boxes are um, uh, really key to the story because, <clears throat> and this is something that I've heard from several sources, and I can I don't I, I can cite these whenever I can find the links um, that are saying that Steppenwolf wanted to get these uh, these mother boxes for his own self, and this was the story for Suicide Squad that Steppenwolf wanted to find these own mother boxes himself because. His own mother, his his real mother, was intertwined with these mother boxes. So think about whenever in um, 2017's Justice League, whenever he sees the mother boxes, he's mother. That scene is more explained because of Justice League, or no, sorry, I'm my bad. Because of Suicide Squad's original plot of Steppenwolf going to try to find these mother boxes on his own to take them for his own because his mother is trapped inside of these mother boxes. So that's why he kept calling the mother. I was really confused by that point when I was watching the movie. I was like, "What? Why does he have like mommy issues with these mother boxes? I get they're called mother boxes, but are they really his mom?" I was really confused by that. Apparently, yes, they were um, really a, his mother and trapped so inside. Are they, of the so mother. they're like a prison, then. Exactly, they're um, they're some type of mythical prison which, for which his mother. Which would kind of explain she's... why the three races, the Alanians, <clears throat> the Amazonians, and the humans were protecting them they were uh, it's, it's kind of like a cosmic key in a way but um somebody of higher of higher power trapped his mother inside all of all three of the boxes and to get him uh, i think he could um he could find a way to release his mother and, and do you think so that he, person he, was uh dark side uh i'm not 100 percent sure since uh they include like gods and whatnot in, in there with uh I believe there's a fight scene with uh, Zeus and Darkseid. You know, oh, when the cool. in, in the 2017 film Justice League, they have like a fight scene um, of um, the world, the war, the the war of the worlds, basically, where Steppenwolf comes into uh, you know in a town 
and everything just kind of rots over and people kind of start turning into parademons all over and then everybody comes to fight. You see Zeus, you see, I believe Ares is in there. I yeah. know, uh, I know uh, um, Hippolyta, I think she's still in there at that time. I'm not 100% sure on that, but you see, I uh, even see Green Lantern. Yeah, you see, into you this see fight. two, I think you see two Green Lanterns actually. <laughs> and whenever that somebody dies, that Green Lantern dies, the ring whis- wisps off. That's, that's, uh, and I hear rumors that that's Avon Solar's ring, which that means that's Hal Jordan's ring. Wow, that oh, I loved Hal Jordan. Well, that would make sense, actually. So that person had to die for Avon Sword to get his ring. But it also seems like died. a very long time for them to go from that to that to that. It is a very long time. This was millions of years ago. There yeah. is a hieroglyphic. There's a hieroglyphic that um, Zack Snyder shares. He shared on Vero uh, of Darkseid. It's a. It's well done. Like looked up like as a uh, as a hieroglyphic, and you know, kind of hinting at Darkseid has you know been around since you know ancient Egypt. So he's been around a long time. <clears throat> So that w- that would explain you know how this time happens because Hal Jordan is mum in modernity, but Avon Sewer he lives along. He's the Green Lantern of this of of Earth sector for a very long time as well. He's well renowned. He's a legend. So, and I believe we were also going to see Avon Sewer in that film as well. I can't don't I'm, I'm not one hundred percent on that, but whenever that I think I've heard comes, that rumor too. Whenever it comes to stuff like that, you can't have one without the other. And Snyder is a huge fan of setup, you know. So that, that that's I, I forget what what where we're going with this. But I, I also heard that Darkseid was supposed to be in that first fight too. Like it wasn't uh, just Steppenwolf. I've actually heard rumors that Darkseid was supposed to be a part of that that War of the Worlds as well, and. uh well, Darkseid you know, was the, instead of uh, Steppenwolf, and then in the in the Justice League movie that, that we got, it wasn't supposed to be um, Steppenwolf. It was supposed to be Darkseid. So there's the pictures end, of that. So at the end of uh, Dawn of Justice, where um, uh, Lex Luthor is going, ding, 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 he's coming, he's coming. Was that supposed to be Darkseid and not Steppenwolf then? It was Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf was trying to um, do his own bidding. <clears throat> He was doing his own bidding, trying to get um, other people to help him out to get okay. the mother. So that was and always then, hinting uh, towards Steppenwolf. All right. Yeah, that there was it was a Steppenwolf tease, but Steppenwolf wasn't the the main villain for Justice League. Yes, he was the main villain he, uh, for these upcoming movies that were supposed to. Be. He was he, from what I gather, he was supposed to be the villain for Suicide Squad. But again, Justice League after um, Zack, Zack Snyder was nixed, things. Changed from there. Everything passed up. Everything was one hundred percent different. What's uh, where do you want to go from here? What do you think? Well, I I feel I feel like you guys talked about the Snyder Cut a lot. Do you want to move on to the next? What was supposed to come after the Snyder Cut? And do you believe it it will get released now if enough people get these HBO Max? And I don't think we will. It it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I mean, matter how many uh, how many likes it has or how many uh, likes it doesn't have. It's I'm good. It's that it's coming. It's gonna. It, it just has to finish up visual. What, what I'm saying. Do you think once it comes out and that it sells a lot of HBO good maps, will it spawn Warner Brothers to be like, hey, let's release the rest of Snyder's vision? Well, think about this. This is uh, some. This is some things I heard of them today, and this is what I was excited to um, to come on here and talk about. I not only have read sources that they um, that Ben Affleck has been wanted back as Batman. Oh, that'd I've not be only awesome. heard that. It'd be amazing. But I heard they also want him to come back and finish um, the Batman. <clears throat> hey, you guys remember what I was saying? Like, uh, there was a reason why Robert Pattinson stopped working out. There's a chance that he could just be kicked out soon. Oh, you think so? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I heard. But well, I, I mean, I they picked out that. Zack Snyder halfway through the movie. But like, here, think about this. Out. Here, here's something to chew on to actually garnish more, like uh, you know, to put some uh, some green onions on it, as you can say. <laughs> um, there, yeah, there was a 
there was a tweet um, came out from a dude named uh, Glambert, I think his last name was, and it was the, it, I think it's the chairman of uh, their media, basically the dude who really announced um, after Snyder did that Zack Snyder was coming because of all the fans and that they were really excited to announce it. But this dude was uh, quoted this morning or some in the past week saying that this film is looking more than just 20 to 30 million as they uh, as they thought it's looking up to be a little bit more than they thought it was Why? I heard that too and i and i also heard from henry cavill himself that he'd be excited to come back as superman he never said he wouldn't come back he just said he might so i'm excited no, for that's that not, that's not what i'm that's not what I, what I was even talking about oh like okay. what was well, going what on well i mean like that that's exactly what's going on here but what I was saying is that they're, they're going to spend more than $30 million, But for what? I'm a little worried that that might mean that it was an unfinished movie. I mean, not from visual no, effects. No. Because uh, from what I read, I heard that he was like 95% finished with the movie. My idea is what, is what do they need that $30 million for? Probably even to, more probably than to redo thought. the effects. Because they did all the effects already. So they have to redo them. But they this is not news. House. This is not news, though. This is definitely... But, like, think about this. Think about this 100%. Um, I'm probably going to take this with us. Oh, okay. Um, but the, think about this. So whenever they're talking about releasing this film, right, they would, they, um, this was something I read earlier, so this is not my words, but it, it was talking about, like, why... Invest thirty over over thirty million, which that's what was reported. Why invest over thirty million dollars on a film that didn't even apparently make the money that they wanted? But they're still willing to in, they're still willing to invest in it, making more like putting more money into it to get it out there. But for what? To shut some fans up? They could literally just tell Zach, okay. We're going to take your film, and we're going to show it to some people. It's not going to have all the VFX you want in there, but it's at least going to be, or they could do a fucking documentary on it, and people would still shit their pants. I would show it, like, have, have like, a questionnaire, um, show it to people online. Like, ha- like right now, everybody's quarantined, apparently, and they can literally do a special on YouTube, but they're not. For what? Why? What, what is their what big think? plan? My big plan, or what I think it is, is that they're spending more than $30 million, which was projected. They have something that's going on. They, and this is a, an article that I read earlier today. It was about HBO Max, which I'm very excited for. I, and not even just for Snyder's Cut. It's going to have more than just that. It's going to have Doctor Who. It's going to have uh, all, like, all like Batman movies. On. Oh, it's going to have Looney Tunes. Yes, exactly. It's going to have more than just that on there. So I think, I 100% think this is going to spawn something. Because not only has... You think they all, all the Snyder movies onto HBO Max then? They are. They, that, that is happening. Snyder, Zach, that, Zach Snyder's Justice League is coming to HBO Max. That is a one hundred percent. I mean, like his after, the after movies. That I mean, after Justice League, you think they're going to? This is what I'm getting at. This HBO is what Max? I'm getting at. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that whatever they are doing with this, they're going to release it the way they do, and not necessarily depending on how it goes. I think after that, they're going to just start making their own movies. Uh, and releasing them on HBO Max, like how Netflix releases, um, you know, they release Daredevil. So, how so Netflix basically releases. stopping the um, theater from doing anything, but having it all at home. That would make people exactly. would love people would love that because then box office wouldn't matter. It would just be matter how many how many however they count their views. That's all that exactly. Would exactly. And we keep people and- coming to buy more more HBO Max. So I was reading uh, an article about HBO Max this morning, and that's, that's what I was trying to get around to. It was talking about how uh, they want their own like set of films. They want to compete with like Amazon, who has The Boys, who has um, what, what's another Amazon show? They had The Hand uh, of God on there. Uh, good yeah, old exactly. 
Exactly. But then they also want to um, compete with Hulu, who, which had their own set of um, regular shows. You know, but they want to do it HBO style, and they want to make movies like um not necessarily they were talking about making like uh not not big blockbuster movies i don't but like know the like words the that they're talking about. oh that'd be they awesome want, they're wanting to make uh movies and just release them on their app they want to uh um, then they create their own pay, they don't have to pay as much to make movies able. for that either they wouldn't even have to pay um, theater fees. They could just, any profit that they make from profit, you know? But, so, it all links up. HBO Max, and so, what was it that makes me another reason why I think this is because um, AT&T was seen tweeting um, things about how, uh, I remember it saying something about how they want uh, Ben Affleck to come back as Batman, and the uh, AT&T, which their, their joint company, posted on this was on Twitter. You know, the heart reacted um, the comment for one and said uh, something about how uh, um, good things uh, good things come, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, not necessarily, I forget the word, but it was basically hinting at, you know, yeah, AT&T wants Ben Affleck back as Batman. That'd be awesome. And, I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I, I don't. I, I, like I know there's suit. a lot of people that did enjoy and, his Batman, but I thought his Batman was great. I don't think they gave it a big enough chance. I, personally, I think the take on Batman, like yeah, some people do disagree with the Batman killing, but Batman has been known to kill. Well, no. Here's and the thing. Recent... Here's the thing, though. And, like, uh, it's like you remember how we were talking about how these super, how these heroes are supposed to come become the heroes that we know and love at the end of the films. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, did you notice that in Batman versus Superman, we didn't see Batman being Batman until the warehouse scene? Exactly, and that's where he became like the Batman we know and love. And he became uh, that super badass. Well, I mean, well, see that—that's uh, what I was trying to say. Is that I don't think that he made. I don't really know the details, to be completely upfront with you. All I know is that I don't think he was the Batman that we know and love until after that movie, and then. He was also That's what I'm he, he had also been Batman for 20 years at that point, and he's been old he and lost his hope. And he lost Robin. He had lost his hope, which they hinted at, at in um in in the film. In the film, and in, in Suicide Squad, they even pointed out that Robin is dead. Yeah, then the, it's a slight it's a slight um, fixture. It, it shows um it shows it in Harley Quinn's. Uh, backstory. Yeah, Harry Quinn's mosaic. But the thing, the thing I gather from all of this is that they're not going to gather who and uh, what's successful from from what anymore throughout their um, their theaters. I think they're going to uh, put it all just on 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 HBO Max and call it their own um, Justice League series. I, I mean, that's the own... best way for them to make money out, out off of this point because then they can just sell HBO Max and they don't have to worry about ticket sales and stuff. And True. so, along along with the fact that AT and T is uh, tweeting out about um, there the people wanting Ben Affleck back as Batman, and they do too. You know, the um, David Ayer, the director of Suicide Squad, um, was also mentioned to AT and T, uh, and they were talking about since uh, Zack Snyder finally got his cut, um, is getting his cut released. Um, why don't we try for um, David Ayer's cut of Suicide okay, this, we this is something I wanted yet. to bring up at the end of this podcast. So we've reached about the end of this. So let's talk about this David Ayer's uh, uh, Suicide Squad cut. I heard two things. I heard originally that David Ayer's cut had more Batman than anybody was willing to talk about originally. And then it was cut. And then I think that was supposed to go along with some of the Joker stuff that was cut. I could be wrong, but that was a rumor that I heard. Um, I am, I, I've been, I've been keeping up with it a lot because, uh, what is it that David Ayers even, it, he tweeted out in Spanish that the film is almost done. Like, uh, that all it has to do is some, uh, visual, just like Snyder's cut. But, um, I, I also read an article recently that the same team that worked on 
suicide, not suicide, squad, but Justice League, and, and that it is going to work on suicide, um, that is working on Justice League, it's going to work on Suicide Squad. Oh, really? Like, that same team is going to um, go as soon as they're done with Justice League and go work on Suicide Squad, because in that So in a we're going to get a recut AT&T, of Suicide Squad, then? And, and a quote from AT&T, whenever somebody said that they wanted um, Ayer's Cut to be uh, released, AT&T is quoted to be saying, one thing at a time with the kissy face at the end. So are you telling me they might make a version of Suicide Squad that I might actually enjoy? Yes. I'm telling you that I believe in the future, after Spider's Cut is released, uh, uh, after that is all released, they're going to go back and work on David Ayer's Cut of Suicide Squad. And at the end of that, they're going to come back and they're going to actually release that. And they're going to start talking about releasing these other plans, like another Justice League. I believe that's going to happen. Martin because, Luther King again, couldn't say it better himself. Exactly. But there's so much evidence to this that like, I can't frankly show you, like pull it up in front of you at this very moment, but I can send you some of these links. Yeah, just send me some of the links so I can like, bring them up to yeah. the end of the podcast if you want to. No, no you, can't you uh, put all those links in yeah, uh, I, I the I can show put description? Them, I can put them in the show description. Yeah, James, do that. This- Send me the okay, link I'll, I'll put them in the show description. Alright, but, but I, I do know and I do believe that this stuff is being worked on as we speak because there's starting there's there's just a rumbling. There's just so much talk about it and like it, it's almost like if they don't do it, like why did they even do Zack Snyder's Justice League only to leave us out out, out leave us out? And then I'm also thinking that they're going to continue on with that Justice League story and actually end it the way Zack Snyder wanted to end it because in some, some of the things, the sources that I'm reading, some of the, the articles are saying that this is a radical rethinking of Justice League, which 2017's Justice League is, you know, so different from what we're supposed to, we were supposed to have gotten. And they said they were, they're trying to work hard to achieve Snyder's dream film. Uh, uh, they're trying. No, sorry, my bad. They're trying to get his story, his dream story done. They didn't. They didn't. They're not even commenting on the fact that the, um, that it's one and done. They're not even saying that. They're saying that this is something that they want to get right. Snyder's vision. They want to get Snyder's vision right. They want to do his dream right. Well, they're not from saying the his, if they want to do his story right. That means they have to do exactly. the next two movies after Justice League, right? That's how many movies after Justice League he has planned? Three. Three. Oh, three, three more. more. Three more. Wow. So what, let's dip our toes into those next three movies and what we know about them. What do we know about these um, next three supposed movies? Well, well it's like uh, I'd have to die. I'd have to start back from Man of Steel, honestly, um, if, you, if you want to actually fully indulge me. <laughs> well, uh, I'll give you another 10 minutes to indulge then. How about that? Uh, it, it starts with Man of Steel. You're really just introduced to, um, to Superman. Then you get on to uh, Batman vs. Superman, which is supposed to like really... Um, it, it gives us a, a conflict of man versus a god. And at the end of Batman vs. Superman, you see... Um, you see Superman dying, and that's just how it's supposed to go. And then after that, you get Justice League. And there was a trailer for Justice League that you know kicks in probably like probably two minutes with the line, you know, no protectors here, you know, all this stuff that happened. And Superman's death was like a bell to all the creatures in the world that said. This world is now not protected. Wait, his James, death is- you're gonna have to tell him why. Actually, his his whenever Superman got pierced through the heart through by Doomsday because of Kryptonite, his scream woke up the mother box. His scream was said to have uh, been so loud and so uh, hurt and so anguished that it was. T- to have awoken all the mother boxes on Earth, and this was from um, Snyder's uh, own own mouth. And this was had this was to be the start of where Justice League was supposed to kick out. Did, did he explain this during his live streams he did for Man of Steel and yes. uh, 
and Don yes, Justice. This, that was explained during the Batman vs. Superman um, live, live thing. I'll have to go back and watch those. I'm very interested. <laughs> I'm probably not going to sit around too long. He's probably got to go to eat soon. But um, after Batman vs. Superman, we were supposed to get Justice League. And Justice League was... Uh, it was kind of. It was supposed to set up a certain, uh, a certain set of events. You, do you remember in Batman vs Superman there is the what they call the nightmare scene, where Bruce Wayne falls asleep and he uh, in his dream he sees the desert, and in that yeah. desert uh, he sees all um, all the parademons and Superman taking over. Well, basically that's supposed to be the plot of Justice League. That is not a dream. It sure. is a reality. So if Snyder got his vision completed, then that scene would have made sense. Exactly. Yes. All all that scene was supposed to actually be, become a reality, and one of the main one of the last films was supposed to see that scene more fleshed out. Because what is underneath Bruce Wayne's feet? What is underneath him is the Batcave. Ah, interesting. And what's going on at that moment? that Superman and Batman are fighting, what they're trying to protect themselves from is underneath them is Flash is running on the cosmic treadmill. The cosmic treadmill in the comic books is how it got to and from the path. <clears throat> so the Flash is underneath on the cosmic treadmill going back to, um, to tell Bruce, to warn Bruce Wayne at that moment, you know, you know it's, it's, you know, Lois but he was too soon. Okay. So, that's, so do you that's think also, while, also, while uh, this Flash, this Ezra Miller Flash, is on the cosmic treadmill, this is when he dips into the Arrowverse Flash? Uh, not necessarily, no, because he wasn't in a panic and he wasn't in the cosmic treadmill um, suit. I, I think that the Arrowverse cameo was more of a... Uh, a nod to what was coming more than a uh, um, more than a uh, this is what was going on because he's not panicked at all in that scene and he's not wearing that that suit. Okay, okay. He's not, and uh, what his helmet like clinks off and then like shoots back onto him. So he's not wearing that same suit, but he is wearing the same suit he was wearing in Justice League. All right. I do love that so, scene between those two, though. That actually... I it's a good really scene. Cool. And I think it's supposed to have something to do with Flashpoint. I think it's supposed to be how he gets his name. Yeah, that too. Because they never met, they good. never say the Flash's name as Flash in any of the in any of the DCU movies. And so, what was it that... Um, well, after... Uh, after Flash was like fading out, he said, "You can hear him say uh, the line, I told Cyborg that I could do this.'" <laughs> <laughs> that is right, isn't that what that is? What he said. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. He's like, "I told Cyborg I could do this." See, you right. want to know something I really liked about Ezra Miller's Flash? Is he's kind of goofy, and I I think he's like the. Uh, the dry humor of it. And uh, that's what's yeah. really great about that. That's just me personally, because his stuff in Justice League, it wasn't really funny funny, but he was kind of goofy. He was the comedic relief of Justice League. I believe he, he wasn't necessarily all that. Like, he was supposed to be all that. I think he was, but he wasn't. I think he was supposed to be like uh, um, the, 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 not the underachiever who's really trying his best. Yeah, but to do it, but all right. Well, I think yeah. that's enough for now. We can we could go on about this uh, at another time. We're at fifty-two minutes. Hold on, Tyler. Be a bitch to edit. Hold on, Tyler. Before I go, I just want to say I think Michael Jackson did it. I I, I think we should just lay our cards out on the table and say that he did it. <sighs> I I don't know what to say to that. I that leaves me speechless because I was thinking the exact same thing. I, so we're in agreement think, here. Michael Jackson did it. Yeah, that, that's I think what, as a collective, if I can say one last thing. Yes, go ahead. Oh yeah, by all means. 
I think as a collective, we should all be talking about the Snyder Cut more. And I, I think that, I don't think, I think we should all, like, no one should pirate the Snyder Cut. I, I think we'll do another podcast on it when it comes out. How's that sound, guys? In a year, do another podcast? You know what? Uh, before we go, I, I have more to talk about. I should just say something. Hold on, hold on. Hold on one sec. The one great thing that you see about the Snyder Cut, and uh, not just the Snyder Cut, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, <laughs> and pretty soon Suicide Squad, is that... Uh, <laughs> let's talk the about fans are Adam. integrity. Yes, and you, we should be happy that we as a, like we people can uh, uh, we can make change in the movie industry. Yes, and, and it's always if, been like, oh, you guys are fucked. Oh, excuse my language. Can we cut? Well, this happened. This happened with the BBC as well. You know, people um, canceled a lot of people. The BBC canceled Doctor Who. The people wanted Doctor Who back. They had um, protests. They had um, write-ins. They had so much stuff to bring it back. They gave him a movie. A mo- they gave him a movie. When the movie didn't do so well, but it still intrigued people. It still like they got like what nine million views for the movie. They still saw people were like loving it. So they're like okay. So they came back in two thousand five and made an awesome series. They made a fucking phenomenal series. You know, it was amazing. And so like they 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 knew come in. They had everybody hooked. So if if people in Britain can do it about the television. Why can't we do it about our films? Why can't we say well, uh, what we want to see? Another thing about the British people. Another thing about the British people is they pay for that service. Do the BBC really? is paid by so, their government. So you're saying we don't pay for movies? For the no, I pirate we, my movies. We, is that what you're trying to tell me? We don't. Our government doesn't pay our for our uh, cable. Oh, good point. Okay. Yeah. Well, people people have to pay for BBC. They have like a hundred and twenty something pounds, uh, like fee every year that they pay to pay yeah, to, the BBC to, to the for government. Their television. They pay to the government. Exactly. BBC is a government channel. All right. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, you're right. Well, right, we've gotten right. off topic, so let's uh, let's end the podcast there. Thank you, James, for coming on. I really enjoyed what you had to say. Uh, Asa, thank I, you as I, always. I got more. I, we could do another podcast another day. We do another podcast another day, but we're getting close to an I'm hour. I'm just letting you know, I like, I got more content. That's good. I'm glad you got more content. How, how about we come back to this in six months, and then we'll come back to this again uh, when the movie actually releases. When does it release? I'm done. The 20, 2021. 20, 20, do they have an exact release date, or just 2021? No, they still have to finish uh, visual effects, and uh, expect a trailer soon. Okay, so sometime being very, sometime uh, next year. Okay, so when the trailer comes out, we'll do we'll do the podcast then. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, well, I think, this, I, think this was good, I think this was a good podcast for part one of this. Uh, so uh, this is Tyler Neely signing up for the Cool Beans Podcast. Catch you later.